0: Sugar on Oh gosh, you <laughs> noticed.
1: I love her deaf leopard shirt. Is it a cross? I made it one. Cute. Yes. Cut so, so cute. Yay. All right. Well, you just were introduced to Christy, my friend. Um, we're so excited to have her on. We obviously um, just had your mom on, and I've been sharing my sober journey and A lot of people, at least with me, follow me for that. Um, And so, anyways, this is my good friend Christy in Florida. Florida friend. And she was like literally handpicked, right? Like God was Mm -hmm. like, she needs to be in your life. So um, our boys are on travel baseball together. And she's also a fitness instructor. She's a little wild like me. (laughs) You've seen her shaking her booty in my boomerangs after our workouts Mm -hmm. or in the baseball. We we basically have nothing in common. (laughs) Nothing in common at all. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, we talk about so she's going to share her sober journey with us today. And we're just like, it's really um, made it a lot easier, I think, for both of us because we're able to share. Like, yeah. man, it was so hard being at baseball today. It was 95 degrees. And typically we would just, be, you know, have been drinking. And yeah. I don't know her any other way. We know each other sober, which is cool. But also it's like, oh, man, we would have had a lot of fun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so now we just have a lot of fun sober. And we'd love to, like, talk about that. So this is Christy Weatherington, and she's going to just share with us welcome
2: hello thank you i'm excited to be here yay all right so are you gonna ask me questions or well, well just oh, steph
0: does not steph does not prepare with questions so
2: oh.
0: i ha- have nothing in common <laughs> <laughs> i have questions steph is just like jump in tell us your story and it always just goes better when she has no plan so um, <laughs> that's the way it goes
2: yeah. okay
0: so, just give us just like whatever. Start from yeah.
1: wherever you want to start.
2: The beginning. The beginning.
1: In the beginning, there was in rap. the
2: beginning. <laughs> so, unlike um, a lot of people, drinkers, I really didn't start drinking in high school. I didn't start drinking until after high school. Um, I can blame my husband, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because we like kind of our relationship. That was the foundation of it. That's mm-hmm. how we hung out. Um, that's how we spent time together. We met when we were 20 and I, you know, I would drank before then, but um, we even held off on having kids because we were having so much fun. Um, which I think is though. Great. Also. Yeah. I don't regret in love with your spouse. that <laughs> at all. Yeah. yeah. We had a blast together. First child at 29, which is kind of older. Um, I mean, I turned 30 within her first year. So, um, and then I just had my third child at 37 Mm -hmm. and she's now almost five and she's the best. So, yeah. So three kids. And, um, so I don't know. So you were a teacher. I was a teacher and I guess. Maybe you could say the pandemic kind of accelerated my drinking habits Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, the joke among my teacher group was like, you know, we don't have to wait till three o'clock anymore. You know, like, who knows? So um, we just, I would say both my husband and I, and he's actually been sober this entire time. I think today I lose count. Yeah. But I'm around day 130. Yeah. Which months, I don't know months, but I know I'm two months away from six months. So I guess I'm about four months in. Yeah. Um, so he's been sober the same number of days, but he he's on a different plan. He'll probably drink again. <laughs> um, he just doesn't know when yet. But I would say like COVID definitely accelerated the drinking. And I just stopped in April after a date night. Um, my drinking had progressed to where like just light beer wasn't enough and um, a cocktail wasn't enough. It was like a shot and an IPA, please. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> just give me the hard stuff because I would make so many rules like, Oh, like I don't, I don't want my stomach to get too big. So I'm just going to do shots. Uh-huh. Like that's, <laughs> that's, like, I'm that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah, like go low carb, since I'm a fitness person, right? Go low carb and just do shots. As that as is a recipe
1: for blackout. <laughs> That's one thing we do have, like, Ooh, have in common. Yeah. It was like drink to blackout.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would, I, I didn't blackout a whole lot, but I definitely had, I would say three or four good nights, aka blackout so not good yeah um that in my memory that I know that I would wake up the next morning and feel ashamed guilty um sad depressed uh anxious and I just got tired of that because even if I didn't black out I always drink more than I wanted to always (laughs) every single time Mm -hmm. so and I would feel like crap and I just felt like being in your 40s you don't recover as quickly as you do in your twenties yeah. and thirties and having three kids, it was like, I can't just sleep in the bed all day. Yeah. You know, I have to get up and, and be a mother, like almost like there's no sleeping in. Yeah. So I just got tired of the cycle pretty much. Um, I wouldn't say that anybody could look at me from the outside and say, Oh, this chick needs mm-hmm. to like, slow down. She has a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. I, cause we talked about that too. Yeah. Like we were fun. Yeah. It was very fun. <laughs> Um, I did it socially. I didn't drink home alone. I didn't drink in the morning. Um, But I would try to arrange social events. Like, let's do something at noon on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I was getting really good at like, especially, I just know God was protecting me because like, if I had met you and you had your schedule and I had my schedule, I would be like, let's just go get drinks right now. Yeah, and then I would be wasted (laughs) by the time it's time to pick my kids up from school. Yeah, and I will say I've picked my kids up from school drunk before, which is like yeah, I wasn't the driver. Well, (laughs) yeah, maybe one time I was, but um, ew, that's so icky for me to say that now. But now, yeah. But I have. But then you're like, we got five more minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In five minutes. Yes. Uh Literally to the minute. Like I can have one more. Just fit it in. Yeah. And then it's like on the way home after picking up the kids, stop at the store Mm. because to stop at three o'clock in the afternoon, you'd have to go to bed. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we can giggle about it because we actually talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like you're my AA, right? Like, (laughs) and, and my friend, Nicole, um, we just really have been blessed with that because if you don't have somebody that understands that, you know, then it's, it's hard. It's hard for other people to see, or like for both of us, we have not gone to AA. Um, we both just, we know, like we talk about it, you know, all the time, like, oh, it'll be a year. And then we're kind of like, oh, what about a a year in one day? Then we can, you know, And and it's like, No, like we know what will happen. The other thing with you, um. So the other day we were at the gym, and she was showing me a video. Oh, right! Like goodness,
2: I didn't post it.
1: Yeah. So she, you would drink and like dance for the camera, Mm -hmm. and you know, she's and her daughter just turned thirteen, so I know that was a huge thing because her daughter's very responsible, reserved. reserved. Mm -hmm. Um. So you want to talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, I mean, my thing was to. And I just stepped out onto my back porch last night in the evening. And I'm like, I haven't spent nearly as much time. We have a pretty large back patio. There's a pool back there. It's a great space, but that was my drinking space, Mm -hmm. um, you know, shots and music was my thing. Mm -hmm. And I would sit out there on a Friday night and I actually even called my dad and I haven't talked to my dad in a while. And I told him, I said, he's like, we haven't talked in a while. I said, you know what? I really don't like talking on the phone. I was just a drunk dialer.
0: I hate talking on the phone.
2: I do. And <laughs> I realized that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not a phone talker. Mm-hmm. But when I got drunk and like Andrew would leave me, I'd be out there alone. So I just, you know, he'd go inside and go to bed and I'm like still trying to hang out. So oh, I would yeah. just call people. Yeah. I call my dad. And most of the time he was probably drunk too yeah. at that time yeah. of night. Right. And whoever else I thought might be like. Yeah buzzed and wanted to talk yeah for so sure i kind of went off on a tangent but yeah i would just i would spend a lot of afternoons and evenings out there listening to music so music triggers memories of mm-hmm. drinking like some old stapleton country tint. songs <laughs> line yeah. them up
1: line them up yes <laughs> I would listen even to we're at baseball and the kids have these songs yes or like all of my playlists for spin it's like you know i love um pitbull so it's like mm-hmm. sha, 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 you know but yeah. it's the, it's how the, it, like, not the industry, but it's
2: like the mommy wine culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just remember now, every time I think about like, oh, I miss that freedom and, and and feeling like sassy and sexy and, and having the shots and everything. But I just remember how I feel when I went to lay down at bed in bed at night after that. It's like, okay, when it's time to go to bed, I would have a horrible time falling asleep after drinking hmm. I could not fall asleep not me. I would toss and turn nope i I could not I would my anxiety would just hmm. explode as I went to fall asleep and I think that I was anticipating the next Tomorrow. morning and already starting to like loop through that guilt of what I had done so I would I would have nights like we did a girls' trip on one night trip to the beach I didn't sleep the whole night I didn't, because I skipped dinner and went to a venue that had live music. And it was like my, I was like, I just love music. I just love music, but I just love music and drinking. Mm -hmm. So everybody went to bed at like midnight and I laid there wide awake the entire night. And guess what? I had to drive home the next day and be Mm -hmm. a mother the rest of the day. That was horrible. Like the worst feeling in the world yeah not even meant physically like physically it took me a couple days to recover from that it's like okay i i can't do this every weekend i can't so and now i'll
1: just do it on friday
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh was that her Weird. new rule just on friday it's just no rules we were talking who about who keeps that? the just on friday rule right <laughs> yeah
1: exactly <laughs> okay. no friday runs into saturday. Saturday.
2: runs into saturday because that's why you get then it's sunday fun day. because you feel bad, like you're hung over that's for a hangover start over again Mm -hmm. yeah I and I would continue to drink through the weekend even when I didn't want to yeah like I remember being at a baseball game with a splitting headache and just thinking well this beer will help yeah (laughs) it's terrible
1: let me just numb my cortex real quick (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so the headache will go away but it's very, I mean, we've talked about like they have tickets to the USF games, you know, mm-hmm. season tickets. And so that's like a trigger of like, you know, and I've been sharing that along the way like uh, the zoo, mm-hmm. Bush Gardens, Universal Studios, Aquarium, birthday party. Like, <laughs> I mean, they all have
2: food. The yeah.
1: first thing I would do is get Go a beer mm-hmm. every single time. Like, at- I mean, just always I've shared how, you know, we, AJ and I went to that concert and when they did this <laughs> the stage
2: change, I was like, oh, oh dang, they changed out the stage at these things. Isn't that weird? Yes. Because where would you be during? Drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like we went to Zach Brown in um, it must've been, I can't remember like last fall, maybe. But I can't remember what songs they played. Yeah. They have so many now. They don't play all of them all the time. Yeah. But I was oh, like, no, no. I need to go back again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, games, I don't like, remember Who won the game. I'm
1: like, oh.
2: I don't know. I know. <laughs> I didn't watch the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: but that's it's very real. Um, OK, so now and we haven't really talked a lot about this now being as far as you are on your sober journey and knowing like, it's just what Andrew and I did. And, you know, for a lot of people, and th- mm-hmm. I've, sh- I've said this a lot too, like for me, I loved drinking. It was fun. It was a part of me. It yeah. was, I was, I was the head drinker, you know, like a lot of people didn't drink. And then I was like, Oh, what, what, come on, come on, come on, you know, let's, you know, whatever. Um, but then the thing for me, what I was really trying to figure out was, was the drinking from pain or was mm-hmm. it drinking because I started drinking and I like drinking. And then The answer is like, now when I think back of when I was drinking at a young age, man, no, I was that girl that was drinking and sobbing and Mm. you know what I mean? Like 17, 18 years old, whatever it was. And so do you feel like you know that answer or have you tried to figure that out? Or because like, even though if we were the fun drinkers, ultimately there was obviously pain there
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because we've also said, or like that one I've shared this too with Kristen, like the people that don't have a problem, don't wonder if they have a problem. And so for drinkers, like how we were drinkers,
2: it was always, I mean, for decades, it was on my mind, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I always wondered if I had a problem too. And I've done the whole Google search, like the little online test. Am I not calling morning? Nope. (laughs) Yeah, Okay. I'm good. Um, but I would say I'm just now getting to the stage, like past the, okay, just getting like adding up those days mm-hmm. um and i'm just now at the phase where i'm beginning to sort of dig into like how did it progress to what it became yeah um but as a younger person drinking like i'll say early 20s i definitely would get i just call it dramatic like mm-hmm. i just like <laughs> Definitely my drinking would take a turn if I um, pushed it too far to where it would get very dark Mm -hmm. and very uh, to the core of I hate who I am. It would get Mm -hmm. to that point. Like I hate myself, just very beating myself up, um, not liking who I was. It it could turn dark um, very quickly. And that's kind of like that. Feeling I would experience when I would lay down to go to sleep, mm-hmm. it would be in that kind of darkness. Whereas, um, so I'm just now getting into the, yeah. the place where I'm trying to sort out, like, yeah, am I covering up pain or was it just fun? Yeah. Um, because I definitely think it was fun. Yeah. And, but alcohol
1: Um, also for a lot of people is like almost an allergy to, like, it does mm -hmm. bring on anxiety. You have anxiety. I I have generalized anxiety disorder, you know? And so, like, was there specifically a thing we were drinking to cover up? Or did it, you know, like, Mm -hmm.
0: did it, was it the alcohol itself that, like, chicken or egg, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, so I'm curious to know, like, what was the, Catalyst that made you and your husband decide one day like we're not gonna do this anymore. Like was there I guess you Mm -hmm. said me I don't know if you I don't think you elaborated on what was exactly.
2: Okay, well and you had done it a few times. I've tried a couple of times. So if we go back, so my youngest is getting ready to turn five. On her second birthday, we were at the beach with my husband's parents and we were like in adjoining rooms and the day before her birthday, we, it was like any other day we spent at the beach, we were at the pool drinking IPAs all day. We probably started at 11, you know, as soon as the bar opened, drinking all day, everything was fine. we go to dinner, you know, all, okay. So dinner. And then we put the kids to bed and then my husband and I are like, let's go down to the Tiki bar. Like we've got free babysitter. The kids are in bed. We can go have some fun. So I was doing shots and all they had, I'm a. Bourbon drinker, all I had is Maker Mark, Make, Maker Ooh. Smart, which is so nasty. <laughs> um, so mm. I was doing some Maker's Mark shots. Now there was a weird fella sitting mm. next to me, and he, I, I kind of like that night is very fuzzy. Um, even before. Like the episode that I'm getting to, it's possible he could have put something in my drink. That was my story because he was like, "Here, taste this drink. Mm-hmm. And my husband was sitting right there, though. so i I'm really like care. why they don't? Care. I guess they don't because, um, so I don't know. My story for a while was he put something in my drink because there's no way I could have drank enough, mm-hmm. which is totally not the case. I definitely, definitely. drink enough. Mm-hmm. So we get back up mm-hmm. to the hotel room. Cause I was like, okay, I think I'm done, you know, starting to like fall off my stool. And so we get back up and his parents are still up. Cause it's not that late. It's like nine 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember like looking at his mom and I said, I like grabbed my father-in-law. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this. And I, it was like, I could feel myself heading into a blackout Mm. and I wanted to stop it. Mm. I was losing it. Like the curtains were closing Mm. and I was like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. And so I'm like, I'm scared. And I started getting very like my noise, my voice started to elevate and Andrew's like, be quiet. The kids are asleep. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I was freaking out Mm. because I was like, I don't want to do this. and like." just screaming, screaming. So they Mm. finally calmed me down, laid me down. Andrew's mom stayed by me the entire night while I came in and out of consciousness long enough Mm. to guide me to the bathroom, throw up. I was pooping all over myself. (laughs) I'm telling you, like out of both ends, I feel like it was a roofie because I'm like, I've never been so drunk where I'm like, shit. (laughs) Right. I hope I can say that. (laughs) We yeah. (laughs) So and then she would put me in the shower because I would make a mess, Mm. and then I lay down and then I do it again. She told me like she probably took me back and forth to the shower like five times. I ran out of my own underwear. I'm in her underwear. My mother-in-law. I'm standing up, like you can see me, but.
0: They're like, oh, <laughs> okay, they're huge. Listen, when you wake up in your mother-in-law's underwear, that's where I drop not
2: <laughs> yeah. That was a bad yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> so the next morning, it's probably not even morning. Well, I did. I watched my entire family, my husband, who was pretty drunk that night, but he was able to like normal drunk where you sleep it over and you're like, oh, just need some coffee. And then I watched them from my, our room go down to the beach you know it's a gorgeous day it's my daughter's second birthday and i'm in the bed still like dry heaving and throwing up mm. i wake up and i've got a giant gash down the side of my like rib cage um a gash on my ear there's blood in the bed i obviously fallen Oh. And, like, crashed my head. I think what I did was I fell in the door jam and slid down mm. and cut myself on the little oh, yeah. latch Yeah, um, in the hotel room. So, in our bathroom, there's, like, poop, throw up, blood all over the oh. It's just, like, and my mother-in-law did her best to try to clean up as much as she could. But Great she terror. needed to go to bed at some point. Yeah. So, she took care of me all night. Like, I probably should have gone. And she thought about Been taking pumped. me to the ER. Yeah. yeah. Like I could have died that night yeah. Um, if not from the alcohol poisoning or the roofie or whatever it could have been just from falling and hitting my head. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then I get up, I think I get out of bed at like four in the afternoon. I miss Reagan's entire second birthday. And we had reservations at this really nice restaurant that we like to go to and we walk there. I was so weak. I could barely walk. I couldn't eat anything at the restaurant. I Mm -hmm. could barely hold my head up, but I like pushed through because it was our birthday. And then the next day we had to go home. Mm -hmm. I literally, like I came home and I weighed like 105. I like lost like eight pounds and was like wasted away to nothing. And then I had to go right back to work. I teaching high school and I just felt, Week, it took me a good two or three weeks to recover, mm-hmm. so at that point, I'm and telling this guilt. story, oh, the mm-hmm. guilt i would I was depressed and crying every day. I took a picture of like a crying selfie at school one day because I was just like, I think I even told my students like I made a horrible mistake. I didn't want to say what it was, but I just made a really bad mistake on vacation, and I'm just feeling awful. And they didn't really ask any questions. They were just very supportive and loving. But um it was horrible. I felt guilty. And then I I said I was gonna quit. But then enough time passed that yeah. I could tell the story to friends and be like, let me tell you what happened. I woke up in my mother-in-law's underwear. I like passed out. And then like, I could turned it into like this funny story. Mm-hmm. And that has you want to talk about going back in, and that has always been my coping tool is to turn all of these shit situations into a joke. Yeah. I will make anything into a joke. I will make a death, anything that's hard that's ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. I will turn it into like a comedy episode. So that's exactly what I did with this. So it justified it, made it funny, made me feel better about it. And then I was like, okay, I don't have a problem. I got roofie, you know, It was that guy's fault at the bar. Clearly you want to know how much conversation I had with myself mm. to convince myself that I was roofy. Mm. I did not drink too much. How
0: is, so We're after, after, me, after yes. Is your husband like, is he mad? Does he feel bad for you? Is your
2: mother-in-law upset? Like, how are they reacting to all of that? Nobody was upset with me. Um, I don't know if they, my husband thinks like, he, I don't know if he just went along with the roofie thing, but he kind of thinks it's possible. Um, but whether or not I still put myself in a situation where that could happen, I was still over drank, um, and consumed way more than I needed to. My mother-in-law, she copes in a sweep everything under the rug. It's all okay. Oh, That's okay. Good everything's good. You're fine. You're she, still doing better. Made it. You made it. I got it. We took care of you. Um, and I sent, I, I'm a writer. So I sent, you know, messages and I think I wrote them actually an actual letter apologizing and um, just Ooh. thanking them for taking care of me and um, for, you know, just protecting me and protecting my integrity as well, like yeah. with the kids, and yeah. um, so I'm very appreciative to them for that. And I was very nervous to drink. I didn't really drink in front of them for a really long time, um, but that right there just started my questioning. Like, do I have a problem? And then I just like kept put getting into those situations. I went to a wedding, blocked out, made a big ass of myself. Like people were literally running to get their children off of the dance floor out of the crazy dancing lady flashing her crotch <laughs> <laughs> so then there's that shining moment. Um yeah <laughs> that shining moment yeah that that was a good moment. Uh, my friend whose like husband is a cop, they drove me home and, and then what did I do? I joked with my husband, the cops brought me home, <laughs> even though it was just like they drove me home. Yeah. Um but then I still drank and it was just like finally when I noticed that I would go into our pantry where we kept the whiskey up on the top shelf with the bourbon and I would go and just just a little like it's less than a shot. It's mm-hmm. not a lot cuz I'm just taking a sip. But I watched I someone do that loved, for years. Yes. That <laughs> feeling of warmth that first sip would give me. Mm -hmm. And then no other sip after that would give you the same effect as that first one, but you're chasing it. Mm -hmm. It's like, I want that same effect that that first sip gives me, but it'll never happen once you start. So that's
1: the addiction part. And both of us, you know, we're like, no, I'm not saying, hi, my name is Stephanie. I'm an alcoholic. No, I'm not. I mean, yeah. But I'm saying,
2: but that feeling is the addiction part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would say that I was addicted yeah. and I think you can be addicted to something and only do it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Wednesday. Like that can still be an addiction or because what once, am I doing? Me, once or wait. just once a week. But what was well, I love, doing was Monday, Tuesday, Thursday? <laughs> what was I doing the other day? Yeah. Thinking about it. Yeah. I can't wait till Friday. I'm going to drink. How much am I going to drink? I got to work Saturday morning and teach a class. So I should only drink this much or only drink that. Where are we going to go? Am I going to be able to get another drink? Will I be embarrassed to order another drink? I want another drink. They're not ordering it. Oh my gosh. Just thinking about it. Always
1: drinking first. We talked about that. Oh, I would always drink before I went out. Always. I would always smoke and drink. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. How did you only drink on
1: Fridays? I drank a lot on Friday. It's only what Actually, day. typically but you do Saturday. Typically, it was Saturday though because I always taught a double oh. on Saturday morning, oh. so I didn't drink. On so you Friday. didn't drink Friday, mm-hmm. and
2: that's kind of. I mean, I switched to teaching five thirty a.m. classes three days a week. Yeah, and it got to the point where I did show up one morning after <laughs> the Trans Siberian Orchestra concert. Let me tell you, I got wasted. I oh, really get you going. Are <laughs> you know, all the lights? <laughs> Oh, it was great, but yeah. And then I go try to like teach a class, and I'm like, I think I ate something funny last night. Poop in the <laughs> I'm like, okay. And they're like, bitch, we can smell the alcohol. I know. <laughs> it's like, you ex- it's coming from your pores. <laughs> but and then it was still probably another five months after that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that was Christmas, and I quit in April, obviously. And then what? And extra. What did ha- did something happen that? No. Well, I would say my husband, he tried to stop at the beginning of the year because he's trying to figure out his gut. He's got all these gut issues and he's like, let me eliminate alcohol. I'm going to try to fix my gut. So I would be like, okay, it's been three weeks. Obviously, you know, it's (laughs) not the alcohol because you're still, you still have diarrhea. (laughs) So you might as well just drink. So I sabotaged his plan and then... I think we just went on a date night on a Saturday. I had my bourbon and then we went to another spot that's known just for bourbon tasting and whiskey tasting. I had more. Then we went to an Irish pub to watch the baseball game. Andrew even just ordered a beer and I'm like, a beer and a shot. What are we doing here with just ordering a beer? (laughs) And then I felt like crap the next day and it was Luke's we had a game yeah, and we brought beer and that was the day I had the splitting headache. Mm. We went to Chili's with a splitting headache. Like after the games, I still ordered a margarita. Like what the bleep Christy? Like, yeah, I still ordered a margarita, chased it with some ibuprofen. The next morning was Monday. And I just said, I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done because I can't excuse my language. I can't keep it up. Yeah. I'm not physically or mentally capable of keeping this up. I can't moderate it. So I'm just done. And I was going to do 90 days, Mm -hmm. 90 days. And then once I did 30, I was like, oh no, I can't. I cannot go back because this feels too good. So that is all of that like crappy, like drinking story part is just to lead up to the point that sobriety, I'm so much more alive and awake. I sleep. I have a life that I want to wake up to on Saturday and Sunday morning. We still shake our our booty, girl. We went out dancing. It's and that was the first time (laughs) I knew. I'm like, okay, it's possible. That was my first. That was hard at first. It was hard. Yeah, but you just gotta. Yeah. So that night we went out. Her line
1: dance, man. She's (laughs) out there. She knows all the steps. And I was like, "Come go downstairs to the ghetto park? because that's that's (laughs) I only know how to drop it like it's hot." Yeah. but it was, we actually, it was fun it because was all fun. those young men in there were like,
2: Thanks. and I told you the next morning I get a message. Hi, Mrs. Weatherington. I saw you at the Dallas Bowl last night. <laughs> gun I mean, first over. <laughs> probably like 10 years ago. He's probably 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was like a guy
1: that had a, I love hot mom.
2: Yeah.
1: There's <laughs> something. And I'm like, I could literally be your mom, dude. But like none of them, you know, they're like, what? And we're just like, hey.
2: But. So, yeah, all of that to say is um, I'm not saying forever, but I am saying for now. So. Yeah. Maybe not forever. I'm not saying if my husband and I go to Greece in 2023 by ourselves, Mm -hmm. that trip is, he doesn't know about it. (laughs) Um, I was just talking about going to Greece, actually. but you know, we've, if we have wine there, I'm not, so I'm, I know. but then when I think about that, how hard would it be to come back and you start all over again, mm-hmm. all over again? Because when Andrew and I go off alone, it's like we drink 24 oh seven, the while we're gone. Yeah. yeah. So I, oh, I and would love to have a vacation with the And immediately that. comes back. The,
1: oh yeah. So Kristen used to drink a lot like in her younger days, and now, like, doesn't, like, she'll even order a drink and can never finish it. You oh, know? okay. And
2: so I'm, I'm like gonna ask jealous. You where, yes, I, <laughs> I would be so jealous of that
0: control. I, so for me, so I barely remember my 20s, like the whole 20s, right? And for me, I know that it was more than one thing, but mostly what it was is that I wanted, so I met my husband and I, I did not ever want to mess up and I'm not, I don't trust myself when I drink and I prove time and time again, I suck when I'm drinking mm-hmm. and i I have so many embarrassing stories that could rival any story that you just told. <laughs> Those are the ones I remember, right? Yeah. Like, so I can't even imagine. And I do not ever want to be that person secondly, my mom is an alcoholic. I never, my kid's dad drinks a lot. I never wanted my kids to see that. And praise God, they don't remember because they saw it plenty when they were little, but they do not remember. I had a beer at a graduation party, um, like two years ago now. And my son was like, what mom, you're having a beer. And I was like, thank you, God. Like, that's all I could think. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Know and Asher has never, in fact, he'll be a little like, is that alcohol? Like, cause I will, I love a margarita all day. I love a margarita, but one. And if I like, if I get order a second one and then my food comes, I'm like, nope, I'm eating. And then I don't want anything to do with it. Um, yeah. so I'd love to go have a drink or two, two is my max. Um, just because like, one, I'm terrified of a hangover at this point. Like yes, so terrified of a hangover. The last time I was drunk was t- 2011. And, um, you know, never again, but I also, I, I don't, I don't have the problem with being able to stop once I start, like I am so yeah. good with one or two. And I'm, I, I thank God for that too, because it could have gone a really different way. I chose a different addiction and it was food and body, like, right. It was an eating disorder for me. It's just like, it came out in a different way. Yeah. But I, mean, I pray about my kids all the time. Like I worry so much for them. Um, but I am proud of the fact that it's not something that I emulated for them. That, and I was adamant from the time my kids were born. Like, there will not be beer, a cooler of beer at their birthday party. Like, this is a one-year-old's birthday. <laughs> this is not what we're doing. And it was because I had seen that for so long. Um, yeah. I just didn't want that for my kids. Like, no, sure, yeah. if it's your 21st birthday, have alcohol. But we're not here to get wasted. We're here to celebrate our baby. You know, like, yeah. uh, so not we <laughs> for our party. Well, okay. so I think it was because, well, I mean, obviously my, my husband at the time <clears throat> drank too much. Right. And so I just like, can we protect this one day? Like, I don't want yeah. this for him. Yeah, like it's your kid's birthday. Could you not be completely in? Right. right, right. Yeah. 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 So I am. Um, yeah. I'm just so grateful too that. Jonathan, you know, he doesn't care when he, he'll drink if you want him to. And he doesn't care if you don't, I did ask him the other day. Cause we're just talking about our marriage and like it has made it like what you're saying, right? Like we don't have like those, like go out and have drinks and you know, whatever, Um, come home with, you know, no inhibitions. And like, we don't have that. We don't have, we also like, don't go out, and like have tons of fun, right? Like we don't go out and have tons of fun. We have a moderate amount of fun and then we go home. But to me it's so worth it because I we we drank together a few times in the beginning and it never ended well. Like we just didn't ended in an argument about something and we don't argue. Literally, I can't get the man to fight with me. I try, I try to try. to fight. (laughs) Work hard. <laughs> but so it just wasn't going to be in the cards. Like for us, I, I just don't think it would have been good for our marriage. And um, so I, I'm glad I, there are sacrifices to it, though. Like there there really are. It, it is a sacrifice because you miss out on some fun and maybe people stop inviting you to things because you're not the fun couple. Right. Um, but I think it's in the end, it's just so worth it to live a life that I can be proud of myself every day when I wake up. I never have that regret and shame and I know that feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's, awful. it's awful. There's yeah. nothing worth feeling that for mm-hmm. me. Um so that's why I just choose to not make it a thing in my and life. And that's so amazing. When you told me that story
1: about how they were like, "What? You're having a beer?" You know, <clears throat> that was like when AJ and I were in St. Pete for my birthday and we went on that dinner cruise or whatever. And the guy was like, okay, well, kids send your parents up. They've been dealing with you all day. Now they need a drink. And you know, my ass would have already been, wasted, <laughs> but, you know, but like he was, they were like, that's why all your parents drink. And AJ was like, not my mom. Aww, and I was like, oh. so good. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it just, that Chastity, part such a good is, feeling it's such a good feeling, but mm-hmm. also it was one of the, f- first times where I got on something like that and didn't, it was almost like you didn't know what to do, yeah. which sounds yes. so weird to a lot of people. But like, again, for me, the only way that I can really equate my drinking to, even when it was like a problem, um, was like drinking was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: what, what, so besides like, obviously having the support of your husband and having him being on a similar journey is helpful because he's not out, you know, or like pressuring you to drink or, you know, drinking on the back porch, listening to music when you wish that's what you could be doing. Right. But like, what other things have helped you to stay the course now for this long? Like, do you have tips for people if that, if, if like this resonated with them and they're like, yes, I had that feeling. I know the feeling you're talking about, but I don't know how to stop or I don't have the support to stop. Like, what would you say to those people?
2: Well, I believe that information is power and I have, I share a lot on my social media and I'll have people reach out to me at least once a week. Um, and my first thing that I say to them is about the information being very powerful. I started with two books. Um, one is The Alcohol Experiment by Annie Grace. It's a 30-day um, I guess you can call it a challenge, Which alcohol free challenge, mind. this naked mind. Yep. Um, and you work through the 30 days. I tried that twice. <laughs> I made it to like 25. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's celebrate those 25. Days.
0: Did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: like, day 28 ends <laughs> on a Friday. I'm not going <laughs> another <laughs> weekend <laughs> without it. So that book was great. I should have bought it. And then together. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Alcohol explained by William Porter, mm. so good. So I list. I have a physical copy of this Naked Mind or the Alcohol Experiment book, and I listened to Alcohol Explained on Audible. Um, and so first of all, that and podcasts. I was already a podcast and self help, self improvement junkie yeah. prior to this. I'm always trying we to listen like- to activate every single week. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay every week. <laughs> so what I did in the very beginning those first 30 days was I went for a walk just yeah. about every night at the time when I would probably be on the back porch drinking. Yeah. I walked every night. I put in my my um AirPods and I headed out and walked for about 45 minutes to an hour and when I got back I felt great. And um so that's what I did. I set up like kind of a new
0: and routine. I scheduled
2: things yeah. over the weekend. Our first weekend sober, we went camping. Yes. And so when you go camping, you're stuck in the woods and you have what's in your cooler, which was not booze. So we didn't pack booze. I will say non-alcoholic beverages helped a lot in the beginning, yeah. but I don't even crave them anymore. anymore. You know, Every I once in a in my, while. Yeah. I, I'll have <laughs> one. I might have one at a game. I didn't even have yeah. any at the last game. Um, but non-alcoholic, like beers, like athletic brewing, yeah. they make a really good one. I hop waters are really good. So I would have like one or two, not even two of those. I didn't go out socially for 30 days yeah. Mm-hmm. and I would just schedule things on the weekends. Like I said, we went camping one weekend and then another weekend. Well, and then we, had, we, ball? we had baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So we had baseball and then, um, I just stayed busy on the weekends, filling them up, filling it up with things for my kids for the first 30 days. And then after the 30 days, I had my first social outing. Um, and it, that one was hard Mm -hmm. because not only was it our first social outing, we didn't know anybody except for the people throwing the party. Mm -hmm. So that oh, was really yeah. awkward. And we left early. That's yeah. when we went to the Columbia. We went, we ate, and then we just came home and it was fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, but, oh, back in the day, it was like, we probably still would have left that party early, but we've gone oh, to a yeah. bar <laughs> right. in Ebor. But so those would be my tips would just be like, empower yourself with knowledge actually know what alcohol is doing Mm -hmm. to your body that it is actually a poison like it is ethanol it is poison and if you care about what you're eating Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know I I I'm on this and then that's the other thing I felt like such an imposter yeah because I am a fitness instructor I'm kind of like a leader among women in my community and people ask me for like recipes all the time and things like that. But on, on the weekends, I'm like treating my body like shit yeah. and sabotaging all of my good efforts that I worked so hard on during the week and like setting myself backwards every weekend. So that really contributed to like, once I learned exactly what alcohol was doing, oh, you're anxious and depressed. Well, it's probably because you're drinking Right. Um, and just <laughs> yeah. that how that lifts. Mm-hmm. But it took a while because I was definitely sad Yeah, or, and just knowing like it takes I, three I to agreed. four weeks for the, your brain chemistry to regulate itself back to homeostasis. Mm-hmm. Like literally your, your whole brain chemistry is yeah. thrown off. And the more you drank, the longer it takes to get back to like that regulated Dopamine, serotonin um, receptors, and it, so it took a month, and I would like cry, yeah. just cry. Um, but I just kept going because I wanted those. I never thought I would finish. I really did it from the beginning. I never thought I would finish. But- so good,
0: yeah, that's amazing. I love that you sort of replaced the bad habit with a healthy habit, you put in your AirPods yeah. and you went for a walk. And like, once you do that, you feel like, okay, I've done something good for my body. Like, why would mm-hmm. I want to mess that up? Right. And it t- sort of like, was a good enough distraction from that time of day.
2: Yes. Um, yeah. A add to I also replaced it with the, in the first 30 days, I ate a lot of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you crave sugar and you stop drinking. Sugar, cravings, are will go through the roof when you stop drinking. Yeah, and that was a real thing. But it was like Friday night when I would usually drink. I would yeah. take the kids for ice cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so instead of drinking by myself while the kids are on their screens on my back porch, we're going out for ice cream yeah. and we're doing something together. Yeah. It probably burns so,
0: calories in the long run.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. and <laughs> oh, yeah. That, it, that goes away. Like I don't right. crave it like I did yeah. before. So I'm kind of back. Like I still maybe once a week or every couple of weeks. I like my ice cream, but I, I ate a lot of ice cream, but yeah. I didn't like gain weight or anything because I lost so much puffiness oh, from yeah. quitting drinking. Yeah. Um, and it's like with anything else we talk a lot
1: about, you know, like people will say, Oh, it's your walls up. And it's like, no, it's my protect protective parts. Like this is keeping me safe, you know? Yes. And so like, it is really retraining your brain. You know, I, Obviously I'm again in a new season. And for me, it's like I've never done anything, you know, yeah. not drinking. Right. So it's
2: amazing to yeah. just be like, oh my gosh, it's I like remembering all of said, these things for the first time. Literally. Yeah. So I'm excited to go to our first Bulls game because I'm like, you know, I won't have to spend so much time because where our seats are and where we go to get the alcohol, I miss so much of the game. Yeah. Just <laughs> walking up. Standing in line yes. to buy a $15 yeah. beer. Well, then you got to right? talk to everybody, and then everybody, and then yeah, you... I miss so much of the game. Yeah, Just retrieving
1: alcohol. I missed so much <laughs> of the game because I was always so, drinking so hard before the game that once yeah. the game started, I didn't even want to be at the game. Oh, yeah. Me or too. the concert. Yeah. I, you know, I'd be like, all right, I'm ready to go. And they'd be like, Girl, the tailgate was the best part. That right? was the party. <laughs> I didn't know we were really going to the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> um... Oh, well, I love you so much. And I'm so glad we're on this journey. It yeah,
2: helps for it, sure. It's so helpful. Like you said about how God just, I think I was only like 30 days yeah. in when I met you at that game. Yeah. Well, I, so when the all-stars got picked, it was all-stars, right? Yeah. And then I saw the parents and I'm like, who's Steph? Who's this person? I looked you up on Facebook after we talked that day. Yeah, yeah. Because you were like your fitness instructor, I'm like, let me find out who she is. And I like, I will like do my research. (laughs) Anybody I meet, like I met this new dad last night. I'm like, you got Hispanic Man of the Year? He's like, how did you? (laughs) Like, my daughter spent the night at your house. I'm gonna look up the parents on Facebook and see who you are. I'm like, um, and you got drafted by the Cardinals? I. He's like, you really dug (laughs) deep. do my research. Yeah. So I did my research and like right on your Facebook page it says Sober Journey. I was like. I sent you a message that night. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? will you please talk to me? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's because that's
0: like a great tip too, to just like seek out, not, yes. even, not even an accountability partner, but just someone that you can just community. like talk to community. Yeah. yeah. That's so important. Like it's so much easier to do things in community than it is to feel like you're alone in it. And I know, especially like we're, we're from small, like Midwestern towns where, there's nothing to do but drink. And yeah. so it's even like I feel like even more difficult there because literally every single thing you do is drinking. And there's nothing to do on the weekend except go to the bar because there's one. And yeah. like, you know, like everyone's there. That's the only way to be social. So really just kind of like seeking that out, whether it's like putting something out on social media or you know, just like, I don't know, a wanted <laughs> ad, <laughs> right? I want
1: someone well, to do something. That's the big thing. Cause you know, obviously I have gone through a few rounds of you know okay I'll go six months okay and I did and then now I'm drinking again um but sharing about it and knowing that people are watching and it's like you can't counting on you almost because you know it is very hard it really is and um, like you're saying, yeah. Like back home, it's just like going to the tavern. Damn, sure, you know. Yep. And like for me, I was always like, I'm not gonna raise my kid in the bar. I grew up in the bar, and I was like, but I'll raise his ass at the brewery, though. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Or> upscale. Yeah. <laughs> you make it okay. Whatever makes it okay in your head, like, oh, they have a playground there. Kids are supposed to be there.
2: Right? Oh yeah, they have a playground. Yeah, I should have seen
1: the breweries by us. I mean, the music, and uh-huh. the uh-huh. nice food trucks, you know. But um, I keep them hung out
2: at breweries. Yeah. Many times.
1: I just know to like um specifically the the one thing that changed it for me was me telling my son. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I will never lie to my kid. And there you have it. And he said to somebody a couple weeks ago now, you know, my mom just maybe for like two or three years, she's not gonna drink, you know. (laughs) That that was cute. I'm like, geez, no pressure. (laughs) You know, no, but um, you know, just The fact that he knows that he can trust me, that he's safe with me, Mm -hmm. that I will never let him down, you know, like that's it. I mean, that's, that's what will keep me here. And, you know, now I'm so close to a year and yeah, that's November November 21st. Yeah. Wow. That's so exciting. I know. It's crazy. Kristen saw me the last time I got drunk. Oh, you don't want to hang out with
0: Steph on uh, September 30th if it's Sober October the next day.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Stop. I was going to do Sober Oh, you October. were going out with a bang. So <laughs> no, we bang. were on this incentive trip. We earned an incentive trip. I was waiting for her to fly in. So I was with a couple of the other girls. We went to Sierra Nevada Brewery. So I had... Were you in Asheville? i only... Yeah. Uh, Asheville. Asheville is At Sierra Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I even know where the breweries are. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'll just have two. Well, that oh, every wow. time just turned two. into three because I was driving and then we went to the gas station and I picked up a whole nother six pack IPA and I drank it and I didn't really eat much and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. But for me here, I had earned this
0: incentive and I blacked out. I mean, I passed out. Um, she was sitting falling asleep, sitting up. So that's the funny thing is that we had known each other for a couple of years at this point, right? We'd done life and podcasting and business and all these things, school things together. And this is the one and only time I've ever seen Steph drunk. And oh, because God. I just wasn't, we just like her circle, she had like a circle that she did that with. And I wasn't in that circle because obviously I didn't drink. So well, it's like, like, yeah. Right. And so, so that I was just like, when drink, I wasn't like, yeah. No, no, no. For yeah. sure. But also, and I was like, okay, I didn't like you. Like I did not like that girl. Like uh-huh. I was still, I'm, I'm increasingly uncomfortable around drunk people, just like with my, my whole life, the way it's played out. Like, I don't like the feeling of being yeah. around a drunk person. Well, and like, she was not like, it was literally nothing. It was not anything like the stuff that I know Your, it was like your voice changed. Your I was also hurt
1: again. So the stuff that's drinking because she's hurt and the life mm-hmm. that she's living at that time, mm-hmm. is way different from the stuff that can drink on a Friday night when I go, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, so that was the thing is, um, you saw me drunk knowing I was already losing myself again, mm. you know? So that's, mm. so drink all the 9% IPAs and mm, 9% that's what I'm looking for. I mean, at at the brewery, they're nine. And then I remember at the gas station, oh, these ones are only five, but I had already had three, nine yeah. percent.
2: And, you know, so, yeah. yeah. And I like, but isn't it crazy though? Like Kristen said, like your voice changes. Like oh, yeah. you, you can and see going back to the, like the, the children, shit. I want to think about how many times my kids saw that change in The me, transition, yeah. And how like icky that feels, yeah. knowing that they witnessed that. Yeah. And I just, that's one of like, keeps me accountable yeah. is now you can see you, can you know see Reagan's the, young enough she won't know me drinking yeah. mm-hmm. um Luke and Eliza will probably remember a little bit but for a while anyway, they yeah. will for a while and your mother-in-law she'll never forget she's <laughs> never gonna forget <laughs> I remember having it I was like do you want your underwear back oh, <laughs> yeah. but that's that's for mm. me
1: and that's the thing like And that's a slippery slope because I can control it and I am a blast and I'm not the sad, you know, whatever. And what kind of did it for me is that when I was in Virginia, I was drinking with someone very, very close to me, somebody that I had drank with often. Um, I was on the fence of do I quit? Do I not? I'm kind of slipping back into this thing, something, somebody had hurt me very badly right at that moment. So I was drinking more heavily, heavily. Um, I was going to the brewery and having the two and then driving and going to the gas station and, you know, drinking by myself while AJ was with his dad or whatever. And, um, but I saw this other person one night, we were drinking together and I just saw that transition and the hurt and the broken and all of that. And I'm like, I know that's what like say AJ was there. That's, that's like but see, see I was not drinking when he was home. Yeah. Um because I remember seeing that, you know, in my dad, like when I was growing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: well this was this was really great because I think that there's like, I feel like so many people can resonate with this, like to where you're like, I don't think I'm an alcoholic, but also I don't like how I feel when I do this. I think that that is such a giant group of people. And like, mm-hmm. you're saying, like, if you've ever asked yourself, like, do I have a problem? You might, because like, I don't ask myself that when I really want a margarita on a Friday, like, I don't think like,
2: oh gosh,
1: this- yeah.
2: this <laughs> <laughs> oh, how dare so, I think? that? Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think that, go ahead. Just the idea that you, You don't have to be an alcoholic even to quit drinking, Mm -hmm. right? Not a requirement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like, oh well, you can't you can't quit drinking because you don't have a problem, Mm
0: -hmm. right? Yeah,
2: but yeah, the
1: people that do not have a problem do not ever wonder. Mm -hmm. They don't wonder.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so if that's you, if you've been wondering, then I think like. I love just like what you're saying, like start with knowledge because knowledge is power. And you know, once you know, like truly what it does to you, like if you're Mm -hmm. health conscious or if you, you know, like, or like Steph just posted something recently about how much it can increase your chances for cancer. And she's someone that carries, you know, genetics that, you know, make her more prone already. So then to add that Extra layer is just like almost playing with fire, you know. So just knowledge is power. And then I love just the tip of replacing the bad habit with a healthy habit and getting in community with people, you know, like minded people. I think those are all really great tips and can be super helpful. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yay.
2: Well,
1: Yay. thanks for coming. Well, thank you for oh, she's at me on my it.
2: home today. <laughs> I will say though, thank you, because it really helps someone um to Say things out loud, mm-hmm. even the embarrassing moments or, mm-hmm. and I think that's why Steph was like, come on my podcast because I was talking to her one day and I'm like, wow, that, mm-hmm. I can't believe I just said, no, I think I was talking to who Your was uncle I my uncle. yeah, And I was like, wow, I felt so good. Like, saying it. yeah, relieved mm-hmm. after yes. I said some of those things out loud to someone, mm-hmm. not yes. just read it, wrote it in my journal. Um so and when you're
1: saying it out loud, that's vulnerable and like yeah. is that vulnerable? Vulnerable. <laughs> <not too> long. <laughs>
0: yes, people from Wisconsin say it. <laughs>
1: I said what I said. <laughs> um, but it's because when you are constantly questioning it and reliving it and playing it over and blah blah, 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 blah blah like just in your mind,
0: like when you say it out loud, you're like just kind of releasing it too. Yeah. Takes yeah. the power away from it almost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. It was so
2: nice to meet you. I hope we get to meet you in person one day. Me yeah, that will, would be cool. For sure, yeah. You'll have to come to Florida, though, because I don't want to go to Wisconsin. No, they're- she's in Wisconsin. I'll go to
0: Virginia.
2: <laughs> Wisconsin's too cold. I don't want
0: to go to Wisconsin, either.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, Virginia. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. We do have to get Ashley down here, too, though. But-
0: yes, that'd be fun. All right. Well, happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.